Welcome to Disciple Her, a part of the Replicate Podcast Network, where we will hear from discipleship trailblazers, Candy Gallaty and Julie Woodruff. With over 50 years of combined experience in discipling women, we'll discuss how we can equip leaders through discipleship. Here are your hosts, you know I'm Candy and Julie. To back today and have a conversation with two friends we've already had on uh, our podcast, but mm-hmm. because there were some questions and yeah. we just felt like the topic of mental, emotional, and physical health was so important for all of us, as certainly as leaders, to sure. consider that it would be well worth our time to just come back and revisit some of the stuff that we've talked about before. So that's what we're going to do today. Right. And I agree. Yeah. It's such a, it's an ongoing conversation anyway, right? Yes. Something that we should always be pursuing and looking after in our own lives and the lives of those we care about. So um, I definitely think it's, it's very timely too, as we're about to be heading into a new year. Yes. Right? Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes. Yeah. New Year yeah. is on the way. New Year, New Year. Yeah. Um, you were sharing with me earlier, I'd love for you to tell our listeners a, a verse that the Lord kind of brought to your mind about Jesus and why mm-hmm. this topic is important. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So I was reading earlier, and this is in Luke, um, Luke chapter two, verses 51 and 52, which is right after, um, you know, Jesus has gone missing and he's been found in his father's house. And it says, then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them, his parents. His mother kept all these things in her heart. And it says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with people. Mm -hmm. And I think in the life of Jesus, you know, we look to him as our example and our guide for everything that we do in our lives and in ministry. And so here we see him growing in all of these areas. And so when we think about our own lives, you know, are we growing in all these areas as well? Are we increasing in wisdom? Are we increasing in stature physically? You know, are we increasing in favor with God and with people? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we see Jesus is doing this, like he physically grew, you know, he spiritually grew, he socially grew, right? All these things he's doing. And so if he's doing those things, we need to be doing those things, which, you know, side note, fantastic prayer to pray over your kids. Yes. You know, that, mm-hmm. you know, that they would grow and that they would, um, that God's favor would be upon them. They would grow with favor with the Lord and with people. So I pray that a lot for my boys, but if Jesus, this is happening in Jesus's life and he's our, our guide and our model for ministry. Um, you know, are we ministering to ourselves first? Right. It's a, it's a big deal. It you is. know, like we, we look and we minister to especially as leaders to everyone else, sometimes to the neglect of ourselves. Correct. And that's dangerous, and we need to learn how to not do that. We yes. need. I tell pastors' wives this all the time when I get to meet with them or speak with them. Your number one ministry is yourself. And don't let anybody tell you anything different. Mm-hmm. You take care of yourself, you're a benefit to everybody. That's right. You're, you let yourself suffer, then you're not a benefit to everybody yeah. in your life. You know, So you, you have permission yeah. to... Let yourself be your number one ministry, you right. know, and granted that may go in and out of seasons, depending on what is happening in your life, but your health in all those areas should be your top priority at mm-hmm. all the times. Um, so that's just a little kind of a verse that's encouraged me when we're looking it. at the whole person. Yeah. Right? Well, that being said, we are excited to welcome back our two friends, Stephanie Finch. Stephanie is a counselor and Stephanie, welcome. How long have you been counseling? Oh, I've been counseling close to 30 years now, yeah. Julie, wow. but thanks for having me. Yeah, we're glad you're here. And Casty Manning. Casty is uh, a friend, and she has been coaching me uh, and my daughter for months now, almost a year. 
which is craziness. It's been a joy and it, a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. And so, Cassidy, the name of your business is Cassidy Manning Complete Coaching. That's right. Why? How did you come up with that yeah. name? Um. So, Complete Coaching. So, I help women live healthy lives, body, soul, and spirit. And while my area of expertise is the body with, with fitness, with personal training, and with nutrition coaching, uh, I believe we are whole people, body, soul, and spirit, and that you can't, you can't separate those. So uh, I love to care for the whole person. And so that's where complete coaching comes from. So in walking with women, you know, while our main focus is fitness and nutrition, um, I am I am introducing all kinds of suggestions and encouragement. We do book clubs, um, you know, offering you know all kinds of, of recommendations and referrals. So that's really that's really where where the name comes from and where the passion comes from. You know, it it's really I've always loved fitness and nutrition. It's something that I've I've enjoyed my whole life and been passionate about and been interested in, and I really love to encourage and inspire and motivate others to, but it really wasn't until life hit me in the face, you know, yeah. that I, that I realized that I had some work to do, mm. um, on, on my soul piece, mm-hmm. on my heart and, and on my, my mental and emotional health. And, and that's when I hooked up with a counselor and I really started to, I made the choice to, to start to dig into some of that and to understand mm. not only who I am, how I'm wired, how God's yeah gifted me, um, but also to understand where I come from, you know, my family of origin and stuff that, stuff that I carry with me, stuff that's going to trigger me, you know, so that, so that I believe that we are temples of the Holy Spirit, right? Absolutely. And so to be healthy and whole, we have to address Mm. all those areas, you know, so that we can best love and care for those around Mm us, right? Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. I think um, you're, the, the fact that they can't be separated and that it is a whole person and the fact that we can't, I mean, we could sweep things under the rug, right? Yes. If there's a problem could. or something manifests or surfaces in our life, we could pretend it's not there and we could, you know, that sort of thing. But the, the fruit and the growth and the change is going to happen from digging into it, yeah. right? And, and not being afraid to go there and to do the hard work, like you're saying, um, whether it's, you know, counseling or whether it's coaching, whatever it may be in your life in this season, so that you have longevity. I mean, we said that, I think, in the last Mm -hmm. um, few episodes, but the goal is longevity in ministry, in life, you know, as parents. I mean, you name whatever the Lord has allowed in your life. You want to do those things and you want to do them and finish well, right? And so in order to do that, we need to make ourselves a priority while we can, when we can, do what we need to, right? With, it, with whatever we can, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes we've said this before, things are taken out of our hands. Mm-hmm. Something is done to us or something changes about us. And we don't have necessarily all that freedom that we did beforehand for whatever reason that may be. And you may be in that season right now. And that's okay to just rest and reflect and to take it all in. So it's kind of like just when you can and while you can, you know, um, you just have to do it. Pursue the health, mm-hmm. you know, in these areas so that maybe you aren't caught completely off guard yeah. um, when something does happen or something does change. Yeah, you said it a little while ago that 
leaders oftentimes neglect because they're busy taking care of others. And Stephanie, I'd love for you to talk just a minute about, you know, have you seen leaders, um, have, have there been specific mental and emotional health struggles that you've seen um, with leaders and why do you think that is? Well, when Candy said that a minute ago too, that jumped out to me that old comparison of when you're flying and cabin pressure changes and you're supposed to put the mask over your own face before you put it under the over the face of a child you're traveling with or a, a person who can't. Uh, yeah, and breathe normally. And I breathe love that normal. part. Yeah. Every time I say yeah. that, I'm like, seriously, if you're going down, are you going to breathe normally, normally when the mask comes down? Yeah, okay. But if you're traveling with your child, your first inclination is, no, I've got to change. That's right. Protect my child. I've got mm-hmm. to help them. But they say 20 seconds and you lose perspective and you pass out so mm-hmm. you can't help anybody. Mm-hmm. That is so applicable, I think, wow. to church leaders. Mm. They're putting the mask over everybody else's face, but not over mm. their own. So good. And you can do that for a while when you're young, maybe, when you have a lot of physical energy, or you're new in the ministry, and your passion is high, or your energy is high. But over time, things begin to surface that you need to deal with to take care of yourself. And I think the Lord uses it just to keep you close to Him. He mm-hmm. brings those things to the surface. But very often, that persona of, I've got to be the helper. I've got to be the strong one. I can't go talk to a counselor. They might, they're going to know somebody I know. We're in a, you know, in every community. We are all so connected. Mm -hmm. And so there's just not that availability, they feel, to be transparent and Mm -hmm. that that be safe. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, what, what. What are some of the obstacles you think that keep leaders, besides or, or other things that may be uh, keeping us from, from coming? Well, I think um, it's, it's that, not wanting to be uh, seen as, here I'm this leader, but then I've got this real struggle. I, yeah. I'm just, like you said, I'm just going to hide it, I'm put it under the rug, and then... Um, Finding a community that really understands and trusts what you're dealing with. You know, I'm a pastor. I'm a leader. There's not that many professionals that are trained specifically to deal with those kinds of unique circumstances for somebody who's leading in the body of Christ. Yeah, and and I think, too, and we're going to take a break, but when we come back, I want us to talk about our body will show us sometimes that we need help and we need to listen to our body. So let's think about that and come back and, and talk about that a little bit when we get back. As you lead your disciple-making movement, the Replicate Network provides ongoing practical training and a community of like-minded church leaders to help you and your church thrive. Each month, you'll get frameworks, a Q&A time with Robbie Gallaty, and access to our online forums and groups. We will provide you with prayer and personal support, practical resources, discounts, and benefits as you seek to make disciples who make disciple makers. Check out the Replicate Network today at replicatenetwork.com. All right, we're back. And I'd love to, to go back to the question we talked about right before we got off, and that was, how do we sometimes physically manifest... Mm. Um, whether it's stress or anxiety or some of the things that we may be dealing with, and we just play that off rather than listening to what our body's saying. Take a, take a shot at that. 
Um, well, I think that anxiety is a big one. But it can also be other physical ailments. Headaches, mm-hmm. back aches, stomach aches. Mm. Just places where your TMJ, the jaw, starts speaking to you. Mm. Neck pain. Yeah. Um, I know one of my kids struggled or struggles with anxiety and it would manifest itself in what almost appeared to be ticks. So it wasn't necessarily a twitch necessarily, but it was a, it was something that he would do repetitively for a while. And then that would stop and it would move on to another thing and it would just manifest itself. I mean, I've known people that have had these, like a cough that will start like a stress induced cough that would just not go away, you know? So it's, it's, amazing to know how the body will respond to stress and a lot of times we ignore it Mm -hmm. right whereas quite simply when we move our bodies it's it's amazing how our bodies literally release Mm. that stress so good you get those endorphins going you know some simple things simple things like water Mm. drinking plenty of water you know, deep breathing, you know, moving your body, having a consistent routine where you're moving your body. I encourage my clients to get outside Mm -hmm. and move your body, get some vitamin D, Mm. get some sunlight on your skin, get some fresh air, you know, um, connect with a friend, walk and talk, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, and it's, it's really amazing how, how much that can do for our health. And all those things that you're mentioning are those are fairly easy things for us to do. They don't cost a lot of money. You know, there are things that by nature or creation, God has given us, right? And so you may be listening and thinking, well, I feel like my whole life's out of whack. Like this is a perfect time for me to start some new routines and that sort of thing. And that may be what it is for you. It may be, I've got to start drinking more water. I've got to get out and take a walk for a few minutes every day, whether it's on your lunch break or it's before work or it's in the evening or whatever it may be for you, this is a perfect time to start saying, hey, I want to pay attention to myself and to my body. Um, it may be that you need to call up a counselor or you yeah. need to look into some some coaching, someone that can walk alongside of you and kind of help you navigate through some, some different areas. Absolutely. You well, know, I, we're heading into a new year and if the Lord tarries and we get there, yeah, you know, this, it's a great time. <laughs> To consider all that, I think it oftentimes like uh, the check engine light on our cars. And and several months ago, I was driving back from Nashville and that little tire light came on and I ignored it because it had come on before. Well, here I am flying down I-65 and I start smelling smoke and hearing something flat. Well, I, I had a blowout. Yeah, at what? night on I-65. When was this? Oh, this was, uh, it's 2020, you know. Uh, so it was, like, of, of <laughs> it course. was, it was the night the tornado hit a little bit later, you know, and then COVID struck after that. So it was back in February. So it was a while ago. But all that being said, our bodies show us signs. And if we ignore it, then it just gets deeper and deeper. Do y'all, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Casty, I would add to that list, that great list, also sleep. The finding mm. of sleep. 100%. Yes. Oh, it's Madison. 100%. That's good. You know, and I think it's a great time to mention too, you know, we're here in the middle of winter that, that there is, there is a, there is something called seasonal affective disorder that legitimately affects people. You know, when we're in the dead of winter, the days are short, you know, people find themselves in this slump. It's this, it's almost, it's depression, you know, and don't even realize that even though it is cold outside, 
If you get outside and get some fresh air and move your body, you will be amazed how you can pull yourself out of that slump. Mm. For sure. So good. Yeah, so good. And I think a lot of times, you know, I think of it almost like when you when you have an injury of some sort and, you know, if you are working out or you're doing things, you have to completely modify in order to take care of that injury. And I kind of think about all of our health in that way. So like if your body is screaming or your mind is screaming, hey, there's a problem, there's a problem, um, you know, you need to start to modify some things mm. to get through that, to rehabilitate, right? And so I just think it's it's just... We, I don't think we can stress the importance enough in taking care of the whole person and that the Lord would want us to do those things. And I know like in my own life, some areas might be going great at times. And then I will have areas that pop up that aren't going the best, you know, that need more attention. And so we have to just listen to that. And we just have to be willing to say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do what I can do to be healthy, to be strong, to continue to grow spiritually, to grow physically. Um, I know personally, um, I mean, I've had every ailment really that you can think of, but I have, I get arthritis, you know, and I get stiff. And so a lot of times it would be easier for me to sit in a chair and do nothing, mm -hmm. but yet hundred percent, I'm always going to feel better after I've done something like truly that stiffness becomes less and less in my joints and in my bones when I'm moving them, you know? And so it's like something like you may wake up, you don't feel the best, you're stiff, whatever. Um, just take 10 minutes for yourself, That's whether it. it's stretch, whether it's walk outside, whether it's, you know, run around the block, whatever it may be. Um, think about your own life, be creative. You know, there is creativity in everything, right? How can you be creative and work through some of these issues in your own life for your health, for yeah. the, so that it benefits everybody mm -hmm. that you're, in relationship with and ministering to. One thing we hadn't talked a lot about, I'm going to come to you, Casty, is the importance of nutrition in the mm -hmm. middle of all that. And and I know for me mm -hmm. that when I started making some changes, the exercise was important, and that is huge, but they go hand in hand, don't they? Talk a little bit Absolutely. about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's really just fueling our bodies. Again, back to caring for our bodies and that we're putting food in our bodies that is going to truly be fuel and make us feel energized, you know, and, and learning to enjoy healthy foods too. You know, Candy, back to your scripture that you offered at the beginning. Um, I also think Jesus, you know, I'm all about balance, mm, right? Yes. In all the areas. So we can have sugar every now and again. That, and, uh, absolutely. Yes. You know, in moderation, all yes. things in moderation, yes. right? Have the things, just don't let the things have you, right? Right. That's but good. Jesus is the perfect blend of spirit and truth. And, you know, so I think about balance as the perfect blend of discipline and freedom, mm -hmm. right? So being good stewards putting, you know, caring for our bodies, moving our bodies, putting uh, healthy foods in our bodies, mm -hmm. but then knowing when, when it, it's, there's enjoyment, too, right. you yeah. know, yeah. food it's is so for good. us to enjoy also. Yeah. I think balance is so important. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, some people struggle more with that than others. Like I know my sweet husband is not a balanced person at all. He's all in or he's all out. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, don't eat 10 donuts, just eat one, mm -hmm. you know, or 
don't eat them every day or every week. Just eat them once a quarter or something like that, you know. But he's either all in or all out. So he's either going to eat them all or he's going to eat none, right? And I'm, you know, I'll take one every now and then. So balance is not hard for me, but it is hard for some people. Yes, absolutely. But I really do think that is something to be worked on and to really incorporate. And and like you're saying, Jesus is the perfect example of balance in, in all of those mm-hmm. areas, right? You know, he was gentle, but yet spoke with authority. Mm-hmm. He's got it all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was compassionate, but he could confront you, right? So it's like he's got everything in in a in a perfect balance. I mean, he was perfect. And so looking at that and modeling ourselves after that, you know, what is it that you need to incorporate in your life to be more balanced? And for some of you, it may be rest. Mm-hmm. Just being honest, right? As a leader, you may be completely exhausted. Mm-hmm. And it may be a season of rest for you, right? You just need to think about what that is. Pray about what that is. And how can you be more healthy as a whole person um, in every single area. And I would encourage you, if you are thinking you shouldn't seek counseling for whatever reason or for whatever issue, um, I would not neglect that. Counseling is not a bad thing. I think for years and years, people have associated counseling almost with a negative connotation, or you only go to counseling when it's the last resort or something's falling apart. We don't want to wait for those types of things. We want to get ahead of the ball and we want to prevent, if we can, those things. So change your mindset about counseling um, and, and, and understand that if you need to pursue that to have somebody to talk to, I'll tell you what, talking's therapy. I wish I'd done it so much sooner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just therapeutic to Mm -hmm. share and to be able to have somebody. So it may be that you need to spend a season searching for the person or agency or whoever it might be that could come alongside of you as you process some things that you're going through. You will be a better leader because of it. Yeah, that's so good. And, And as we close, you know, start somewhere. Wherever you are, it's like the Nike commercial. Just do it. You know, and I would just encourage you if you're listening today and and whether it's counseling or it's starting a a nutrition or exercising, whatever it is, take the next step and do what you need to do. Okay, so one of the things we've talked about is how different problems will manifest themselves in our lives physically. So we may start feeling exhausted or we may start carrying stress or we may have an injury and that sort of thing. But one thing I think sometimes we don't often think about is how it affects us sinfully, right? Or things that will begin to happen in our life where we start going down a slippery slope of sin because we're filling some space or some void that we have that we're not addressing. Yeah, that's good. So, Stephanie, tell us a little bit, like, do you see this a lot? And um, is there anything in particular that you may see more than other things when you have people that come to you, especially leaders that are possibly neglecting some areas in their life and then therefore they manifest themselves in sin? Yes, I think the thing that often will break down that uh, resistance to counseling is that they've got caught in in a sin. Mm -hmm. Very often it's a pattern of sexual sin. Either if it's a leader or a leader's wife, I often see the leader's wife. And it could be pornography, it could be um, extramarital affairs or emotional affairs, uh, a whole variety of, of sexual sins that very often drive the leader even into more hiding. Mm. 
And then in the relationship, if it's a marriage, um, then they neglect their spiritual disciplines. They quit praying with each other. They quit going to the Word with each other. And they're, they you know, just have deleted the activity of the Holy Spirit so often in their mm-hmm. uh, just need for that power because they're ashamed mainly to go before the Lord. Sure. That sin blocks their relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, I think when you're thinking about such sensitive issues um, when we're dealing with sin, especially like if it's a sexual sin or immorality in any way, um, a lot of times you really need that accountability in your life. You need that those people in your life. And, you know, I heard of a story recently where um, a, a guy, a married couple, this a guy that would struggle with in, in bad thoughts, you know, or lustful thoughts and that sort of thing. And so his accountability partner was his wife, basically. And so therefore he would come home and basically tell her every time he had a improper thought. And um, I'm like, well, let's let's get him a new accountability partner yes. <laughs> because you know he he's coming home and it makes him feel better to tell you these are the things that I've done wrong today. Right. But then you're left with the residue of his confession. So it would be helpful if he had a guy that he could talk to about this. Right. And so when, when those types of issues are going on and you know, you have somebody they're wanting to do the right thing. It's not that they're, they're wanting to do the wrong thing, but it's finding the right people to talk to and kind of walk alongside with that is very helpful in these types of situations. Yes. Would you say that? I would. Yeah. Yes. And there's great support groups out there and there's great individual places that you can get help even within those support groups. I know for a leader, they might not want to sit in a large group setting and talk about these things, but you can get a sponsor. You can get that accountability partner. You can do a smaller, more private group where confidentiality is priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and again, this is a crucial area in our life, especially as leaders in the church. If we neglect things that are going on in our life and we start heading down that path and we start making sinful choices and start habits or patterns in our life that are not pleasing to the Lord, there's only a few things that can happen there, right? And a lot of times we see disqualification in ministry. And I don't know about you, but that is the last thing I ever want to happen. Yeah. And I mean, I pray all the time, Lord, I never want to drag your name through the mud. Yeah. You know, I never, I never want to do those things. And so if we ignore the inevitable is that some of these things are going to start happening. So in order to prevent that, in order to um, save ourselves on this side from falling into some sort of sins, you know, that are um, just intentional and habitual sin, we don't want to go there. So in order to not do that, we have to address what's going on in our life. And, um, and that might be finding somebody to talk to or finding somebody that you can share about what's going on in your life and your marriage and your ministry, whatever those things are, do the work to take care of yourself and to live above reproach, right? Longevity. We do not want to be disqualified, right? So let that, let that be our anthem really, um, that we want to pursue holiness um, and health in all areas of our life so that we may live a life that's pleasing to the Lord and be above reproach in all areas. Yeah, so good. 
So yeah, before we before we end, I wanted to ask both of you if y'all had like a verse, like a particular verse that has been life changing for you, or maybe something that you cling to throughout your own personal life and how it affects your um, your counseling and your ministering and your coaching to others. So is there a is there a verse that really just that you cling to? Yes, my verse is Galatians five one. It is for freedom that Christ has set us mm. free. Stand firm, men, and do not burden yourselves again with the yoke of slavery. And that was mm. a verse that the Lord used in my life when I was in a time of bondage in my twenties. And now I get to share that verse. It's good. I love that. With those that I work with, I love that. So I love good. it too. Um, I have several. The one I brought today, I get really excited about. It's from Isaiah fifty eight, verses eleven and twelve, where the Lord promises. I'll give you a full life in the emptiest of places. Firm muscles, strong bones. You'll be like a well-watered garden, a gurgling spring that never runs dry. You'll use the old rubble of past lives to build anew, rebuild the foundations from out of your past. You'll be known as those who can fix anything, right? Because that's the point of caring for ourselves. Restore old ruins, rebuild and renovate. Make the community livable again. I get really excited that's about good. that. That's, that's, that's a, the why, right? I'm like, yeah, that's a book, Cassidy. Yeah, that's a that book. really is. Like Absolutely. I'm yeah. With you. That's great. Yeah. That's Let's really do it. Yeah. So, if you had any encouragement for church leaders as we close, what would it be? I would say take the risk to be vulnerable and get a healthy community around you support, counseling, coaching whatever you need. Take that risk. Okay. Cassidy, so good. Yeah, that's right. I mean, life hurts and nobody's immune, you know, and so we can only run from that pain for so long. So, you know, look at the areas, you know, look at the areas and, and what, what can you do? Take those steps, be proactive, you know, uh, and, and choose before, you know, before it catches up with you for sure. So good. Thank mm. y'all so much yes, for joining us. Thank it's just you. Been so good. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Well, all right, Candy, this is our last episode for 2020. So the That's next right. time we're back, it'll be 2021 with the Lord. Complete tears. New Year. Yeah. Complete yeah. New Lord year. willing. Yes. I've learned to say that a lot. That's exactly Lord right. Lord willing. So we'll see y'all next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Take a second to subscribe and share this podcast. You can receive free resources to help you make disciples in your group, home, or church by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website at replicate.org.